morning, good morning, good morning, world, and welcome, welcome, welcome to week number two in the third in the series of the SpeakersInc.com Global Speakers Showcase. It is going to be 27 speakers coming at you in 16 weeks. It is going to be superb. It's going to be your opportunity, ladies and gentlemen, to find the speaker that you are looking for for your next event, online or otherwise, in the flesh, anywhere in the world. This is where we'll find a way to make that happen for you. It is, of course, going to be... A young gentleman who has extensive, extensive experience in the live speaking and online speaking world. But before we get to Jason, I am going to tell you, ladies and gents, you have an opportunity today not only to hear Jason speak, but also to ask Jason a couple of questions afterwards. So during the course of the presentation, please do the following. Make sure that you're listening with every receptacle that you possibly can. And secondly, you start making notes and making notes in the chat group, asking questions in the chat group. The engagement is absolutely imperative to all of us online. And to that end, what I'm going to ask everybody to do right now, everybody who's online, simply put in a hi, good morning, where you are, what you had for breakfast, what you are going to have for lunch. It doesn't matter what you do, but just physically engage with the platform now. Make sure that you send something in the chat. Make us know that you're there. Help us know that you're there and help us understand that when the question time does come after the presentation, that we will have a couple of people to talk to. I'm going to have a quick look at some of those. In fact, we do have a couple of chats. Anybody in the chat group right about now? from san marcos california san marcos california ah listen i'm in atlanta in georgia so it is really really good to be here. i've only been in the country for about a month but giving me an opportunity hey everybody from speakers inc good morning everybody happy to be here from jason those are the bits and pieces that we want from you during the course of this engagement the other thing is, once we are done, I'm going to remind you now and I'm going to tell you again after the engagement, you pop onto the website speakersinc.com, find all the relevant information on today's speaker, and then of course go to the next level and book the guy because that is why we're here to show you exactly what he can do. Put this seed in your brain in terms of the next speaker. It will also be available the engagement today will also be available on podcast and all the relevant links will be on the website under Jason's name. Now I've mentioned the name Jason a number of times. So what I should maybe do at this point is introduce Jason because Jason is why we're here, not me. His name is Jason Hewlett and he is an international speaker. He has delivered not hundreds, but thousands of presentations all around the world. Like I said, live and virtually. I love this part of the run through. It is fantastic. Performed in every major casino in Las Vegas. I'm so jealous. Inspired the troops in wartime Afghanistan. Well done to you, Jason. Is the author of Promise to the One. And this intrigues me. He wrote the Facebook post that was read around the world. And that post was, I saw my wife at Target today. So even if that's not part of the talk this morning, I'm going to be asking a question about that post a little bit later. That's been seen by, listen to this, more than 100 million people. His talk will help us embrace the promises that we make to those that we serve, our peers we work with, and to ourselves. Ladies and gentlemen, will you please put your hands together and help me to welcome the incredible Jason Hewlett.
Great job, Dwayne. Thank you very much. I could have you introduce me at every event forever. That was so cool. Thank you, my man. And thank you to everyone who's joining us today. We appreciate it very much. And uh, if you want to go ahead and spotlight me to make me the full screen for wherever you're watching, that is important so you can see all of my slides because today, hey, there we go. Today I'm going to be talking about what I call the promise. And if you'll put in the chat, what is your definition of a promise? I'd love to know. Because when we think about promises, it's, a, it's very important, especially in the terms of Norman Vincent Peale. He said something I think is funny. Promises are like crying babies in a theater. They must be carried out at once. <laughs> when I think about promises, I'm also thinking about a brand promise, something that is brought to us just by the very logo itself. For example, when we think of this, brand right here, Speakers Inc. They're putting on this great conference and all of these speakers you get to enjoy. That's an important part. And so as I'm as I'm looking, I'm I'm looking at the chat. I don't see anybody putting in yet what your definition of promise is, but it is important to know what your promises really are because when it comes to promises, I like to think about performers. How does somebody become a superstar? How does somebody become a legend? on the stage in what they do. And in essence, a promise in the performer sense is that whenever they take their stage, they're going to deliver for, for us something that is spectacular, something we have probably never seen before or something we expect from them. And so what does it take for someone to become a superstar? We'll talk about that today and what I also like to call a legendary leader. Everybody has that capacity within them. I'm seeing some things pop up in the chat and so I may need my glasses for it, but let's see what it says. It says, a promise is a covenant not to be broken and it must reach the expectations of each. Very good, Stacy. I love that. Speakers Inc. says, a commitment to do something. Yes, so those are great definitions and those are exactly right. Promises may be spoken and maybe they're unspoken or assumed. And when you think about performers, if you've ever gone to a show, you expect something in particular. I remember the first time I saw uh, a great show in Las Vegas. It was called the Las Vegas Legends in Concert. Now, let me highlight this picture for you because you can see that these are not the actual artists. These are tribute artists, impersonators. People that are doing their best to keep a promise to an audience that's paying to come and see one of these performers. Now, when you look at this, I want you to think for yourself, who Jason Hewlett, me, who would I have wanted to be in this show? If you want to put it in the chat, I'd love to know. Because as you look at these different characters, you've got Elvis Presley, Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, Lady Gaga, Madonna, uh, you've got um, Tina Turner, Frank Sinatra. Who do you think I wanted to be in this show? Because for me, the first time I saw this show, I said, that's something I want to do. And I started to study what it is that makes a performer different from another performer, what their signature moves truly are, what makes them stand out in a sit-down world. Okay, so here it is. It looks like uh, somebody says Frank Sinatra. Yeah, that's a good guess. Prince. Oh, the purple mix. Yep. So guess what? I, I actually wanted to be somebody that I think you guys will notice at least 20 years ago, I kind of looked like him. These are my audition pictures that I sent 
to the Legends in Concert in Las Vegas when I was in my early 20s. Are you ready? <laughs> Here's the picture. <laughs> yes, I wanted to be Sir Elton John. Oh yeah, all I thought I had to do was put on the costumes, you know, make the face, put the little space in my teeth and some earrings, a boa. And this is my picture from being on the Legends in Concert stage for my audition. Pretty cool times. A lot of people are actually shocked that I actually made it. I, here's, here's some old footage of me without sound, just me singing along and playing and having a great time. But here's the thing. When I was Elton John, I'd sing stuff like, I remember when a rock was young, me and Susie had so much fun. La, 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 la. And the crowd was clapping along and sometimes they were quite quiet as well. But it was sure a fun event and sure an awesome opportunity to get to try to be a legend in concert. You see, when you think about legends in concert, all of us have an opportunity to stand out in this world by keeping the promise. You see, every audience was paying for me to try to nail the impression to be the best version of Elton John of anyone they'd ever seen if they had never had the chance to see the actual Elton John in concert. That was a big promise for a company to assume that we could give them through Legends in Concert. And yet we did our best. I did my best. I'll be honest with you. I'm not as good at impersonating Elton John as I was at other people. You see, I'm better at making it funny. I'm better at doing something that's just a little bit silly. And that's what makes it fun for me. But I'll tell you, when it comes to discovering our signature moves, that is truly our promise, is to share that which makes us unique. Elton John, whenever he sang, if he didn't sing his hits, we were disappointed. But no matter wherever your stage is, no matter what you do for your work every single day, you have a promise to keep and to share with the world only you can do. It's called your signature moves. That's how you become a legend in concert or a legendary leader. I love so much to talk about this because I've studied the way that performers keep promises and legendary leaders keep them as well. And that's what we're going to talk about today as to how you can discover that for yourself and some of the best ways to do so. And yet I have to showcase that through performance because as Dwayne mentioned, I started my career in Las Vegas and have performed in every casino. And so as you can imagine in my house, yes, I have multiple cameras and we can switch back and forth, but I wanna show you what I put together after I left the Legends in Concert. In fact, I put together a one-man show that was a, was a pretty cool thing. It was a bunch of different characters that I did and I made them actually quite funny. In fact, I became famous quickly in my home state of Utah in the United States for becoming a legend in the faking. You see, I was just doing funny impressions and comedy mixed with the music. And that was what led us to today to the promise. When it comes to keeping promises, I love to perform. I love to do whatever I can to make the audience feel wonderful. And I thought it would be fun today. Let's try it out. Let's actually go into my other room where I can show you how I did this as a performer doing a one-man show of multiple impressions, making people laugh and smile, but also helping to keep the promise of the performer. I hope you're ready. All I'm going to do is I'm just going to make it funny because that's what I do. 
And equally, I want you to put in the chat because I'll be out of the uh, out of the room and performing. I won't be able to read what's in the chat. I want you, if you will, in the chat to write down who the artist is that I'm impersonating. If you know the name of the song, if you know the name of the artist and maybe what you think of it, I hope that you'll do that. Let's go try out a song. Are you ready for it? I got to switch up a camera. Here we go. <clears throat> ready for this? Here we go. Put it in the chat. Oh yeah. Who is this? Put it in the chat. Well, you can tell by the way I sing this song. I'm singing high, but not for long. And I could try to sing so high. I could make a big dog cry. Yes, I would sing so high tonight. Breaking the drums left and right. To understand how we're gonna do it on my mind Time to prepare to do this with the hairs Now you're singing way high, you're singing way high We're gonna keep it to the tea It's a bleed it out, stay alive Stay alive, ha 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 Jeez, that was awesome. Let's go back in here. Whoa, I'm tired. That was weird. <laughs> okay, who got it? Let's see in the chat. Oh, yeah, that must have hurt. Thanks, Dwayne. Hilarious. Thank you, Stacy. Uh, Bee Gees. Yes, you got it. The Bee Gees. Uh, I love the Bee Gees. I sound nothing like them. I don't look like them, but I can do their move, right? When I think about promises that artists keep, it's interesting how legends have their signature moves that live forever. It's pretty fascinating if you think about it. And each of us have the opportunity, whatever our stage looks like, whether it's this big old stage like I'm out here in front of thousands of people once in a while, I get these kind of big audiences, or wherever I go, I'm going to do my best to keep my promise even if it's on a virtual stage I want to make sure that every single thing is delivered in a way that only I can deliver it, and I call that the promise. Now, when you think about your promises, every single day you have a chance to keep that promise, or you can break it, right? It may be a spoken promise or an unspoken promise, but your audience expects something special from you. They want you to deliver something that they've never seen before, that they can thoroughly enjoy. And when I do leadership conferences, I'm talking all the time to leaders and, and they're thinking to themselves, well, let's talk about goals, all the goals we can set for this year, the New Year's resolutions, all of that sort of thing. I like to challenge that thought just a little bit. And I like to give them this, this idea. I say, hey, why set a goal when we can make a promise? When you can make a promise, it's stronger than a goal. It's greater than any kind of commitment because truly a goal is something that you can work towards and that's great but i i like to say mostly that look when it comes to a goal you set a goal and you miss it you just set another one but if you make a promise and break it that's a one and done and so a promise is a sacred goal it's a non-negotiable it's something you're going to do no matter what you've already written it in the chat where you've said that hey you know what it's something you've committed to and you're not going to break that and so when it comes to your promises what are they 
I mean, we can look at any kind of brand out there. There's all kinds of brands, right? Such as Starbucks. We know that if we go there, they're probably going to have Wi-Fi in the lobby. That's part of their promise. For years, Domino's Pizza's promised that if the pizza didn't get there within 30 minutes, you get it free. That's not even what they do anymore because they broke that promise too much. Then there's Chick-fil-A. In the U.S., Chick-fil-A is closed on a Sunday. This is a very interesting company. There's, a, there's all kinds of companies and opportunities that come with a brand. When I think about brands, I think about companies like this, for example. Yeah, Speakers Inc., putting together this type of a showcase. These guys are working hard. I appreciate so much Duncan and Bronwyn, all that they're doing to make this possible. And so part of their promise is what I call the engagement experience. The promise is an engagement experience as an engagement is the highest level of commitment we commit to in any experience. The first is to the audience, the second is the family, and the third is the one. When you think about your promises, your audience are your clients, your family is the team, and the one is yourself. And so I thought that today, because we have a limited amount of time, we should focus mostly on the audience. When it comes to your promise to your audience, what are you delivering? What are you giving to them that they are expecting from you? Just like if you went to a concert with the Bee Gees back in the day and they didn't do Stay Alive, Stay Alive, you'd be so disappointed. And even today, as I'm doing my best through a virtual medium, maybe things aren't matching up perfectly and that's okay. We still deliver all the best we can. We're all set up, we're ready to go. But you know what I think about is I think about a concert I went two years ago. His name is Billy Joel. Billy Joel, one of the greats of all time. If you like Billy Joel, I want you to put in the chat your favorite Billy Joel song. Now, I was sitting there watching Billy Joel with 20,000 other people. We were having the best time ever. And then Billy Joel played 38 of his 39 top 40 hits. And then he left the stage without playing his most famous song. I'm not even joking. He didn't play the piano man. My friends, ladies and gentlemen, how could the piano man not play the piano man? Well, he didn't. It blew our minds. We were freaked. I'm looking in the chat right now to see who, who's got a, a good uh, Billy Joel song. Oh, Uptown Girl. Yes, I love that one. And Uptown Girl was one that he say, Uptown Girl, but then he left without playing the piano man. As an audience, we didn't leave. We just cheered for the piano man. We begged him to come out and play his signature song. Now, he was just messing with us because he's a legend in concert. He knew what we wanted, even after three hours of good stuff. But we wanted the best, which is that which makes him uniquely Billy Joel. Now, I think we need to go back into the piano room so I can show you what Billy Joel did at that concert. I hope that this makes you go, wow. But I hope that also you'll think about your signature moves and how you're sharing your talents and gifts with the audience. I'll, I'll show you what Billy Joel did. Let's, uh, let's switch up the camera. Here we go. <clears throat> Billy Joel came back to the stage, put the harmonica on, and then played his signature song.
The regular crowd shuffles in There's an old man sitting next to me Singing about what's happening by Billy Joel and the crowd goes wild <sighs> let's go back to the office and talk okay piano man good job it looks like Bruce yes the glad you were muted man no I'm sure it would have been great but thank you guys for the nice applause and so forth I'll tell you what when Billy Joel sang the piano man we were like what a legend what a legendary leader but he knew exactly what we wanted and every single leader knows what their signature moves are what their promise truly is and when we think about it we need to Keep those promises. We need to share that which makes us uniquely who we are. Otherwise, it's a broken promise. And it truly is what I call a signature move. It's your promise to your audience. It is your brand promise, my friend. When you think about your brand promise, a lot of people might be saying, well, I'm not even sure what mine really is. Well, it's mostly just your ability to do what you do so well. Uniquely you, that only you can do. It's just like Speakers Inc. They know what theirs is and I've learned what mine is through the years. And when it comes to your brand promise, whether it's performing on a stage, or maybe you're just that wonderful person in that audience who's, who's shining the lights on everybody, that's what makes each of us unique. We all have an opportunity to share that which we have, our signature moves. If I could give you something to walk away with today, if you're sitting there saying, I don't even know what mine are, I'll give you what's called the ICM process if you wanna write this down. It's identify, clarify, magnify. I-C-M, identify, clarify, magnify. If you'll simply write down your talents, gifts, strengths, and attributes, and that's what you've identified are your talents and gifts. That's what become what you feel is your gift to the world. Then you can clarify it with other people by asking them, hey, what do you think I'm good at? And you clarify it with your team members, with your clients, with the people that you work with every single day, and they'll clarify for you what you're good at. That becomes then your signature moves. Now you can magnify that promise to the world, as only you can, because you're uniquely you. You know, nobody can do it like you. As you can see, as I'm singing as Billy Joel or the Bee Gees or Elton John, I don't sound anything like them. I sound okay. But I'm best being me, right? I mean, at least I try to be myself. And when it comes to being who we truly are, that's, that's our main promise in life. You see, when I talk about keeping the promise to the audience, 
that's the first element of the promise, but the second is to the family. And we're only going to touch on this really quickly, but when it comes to the family, I want you to think about your different types of family. You have family in terms of the people that you work with on your team, your family at home, maybe it's your community and your service and your church, you name it. We all have different families in which we want to do our best to serve others. And we all have opportunities every single day to help them to identify, clarify, and magnify their promise as well, which is helping them to discover their signature moves, as, as I like to say it. And it, yet, whether you're working with somebody or you're just thinking about your own family. Let me show you a picture of my family. These are my favorite people. Yeah, they're getting old all of a sudden. I look like their grandpa. I feel so old compared to how young we all used to be. But these are the most important people in my life. And if I help them to identify, clarify, and magnify their signature moves and give them the tools to go out and conquer the world, then that's part of my promise. Now, in what ways can I share the promise as a dad? Every single day I like to do, you know, different things to try to in, uh, interact with my children. And a lot of that has to do with putting this most wonderful device, this phone, that's changed all of our lives, I have to also make sure that I put it down once in a while to engage and connect with them. But when the kids were younger, I used to do a bit on stage that really kills and people love it. I recorded this a few years ago for Dry Bar Comedy and this went viral online because we're not in an in-person setting where you could hear an audience laughing. I hope that you enjoy this quick little snippet of what it looks like in front of an audience when I, as a dad, kept my promise to my family. This is me as Daddy Dinosaur. Here, let's watch. So my kids, you know, I go, so what do we do for uh, for bedtime, guys? And they go, we, we do Daddy Dinosaur. <laughs> Daddy Dinosaur, what do you mean? And they're like, do the dinosaur, Daddy. Daddy Dinosaur, Daddy. Now, some dads, they're so tired after a day of work. They're not committed to the bit. You know, they come home and their kid's like, do the dinosaur, and they're like, I love you, you love me. Oh. <laughs> My kids, if I do that, they're upset because they know I can give much more. They know that I'm committed 100% to the bit. So they go, Daddy, do the dinosaur. I'm like, you sure you want the Velociraptor Jurassic Park kitchen scene? Are you sure you want that? Yeah, Daddy, do it all. It's so fun to have that in front of a live audience because then they're freaking out. But that's really my best way to keep a promise to who? To these guys. 
even when they were younger, they loved that way more. Now when they're older, my daughter, she just went to prom for the first time. You know, her date showed up and I was all, bring her home at the right time, buddy. You know, so I love to mess with them. But I'll tell you, one of my promises to my family is to be fully present. I would love it if you'd put in the chat what your promise is to your family, what your promise is to your work family or your home family. Just put it in the chat. What do you promise to be for them? Because that's part of what I like to talk about. It's not just in promising to our audience and our clients, although you could share with us what your promise is to your clients. That would be awesome. I know my promise is to always spread joy. That's pretty much it. And to be fully 100% present with my family. And so that's a part of the main message I wanted to share with you today is that we can share our signature moves, which make us unique, whatever that looks like, even if it's a little bit weird and still bring our promise every single day in all that we do to the people that matter most to us. I like to have my audiences commit to something before they leave, to write it down in their notes or to share it in the chat, to share it with a friend, just because when we write it down and we share it with each other, we truly can commit to it. The final piece of the promise as I wrap up here today is the promise to the one. When it comes to the promise to the one, a lot of people are confused as to who that might be, but the one is truly the promise to yourself. I wrote a book about it. When it comes to the promise to the one, I think about all the promises we make to everybody else, and then there's just a little bit left for ourselves. Whether it means that we need to promise to eat healthier or sleep more, maybe it's the promise to just be a little bit more joyful and grateful. I know this morning before this uh, event with you guys, I went out on my porch and I sat and started writing in my journal. That for me is a promise to me to feel happy, to be healthy in my mind and my soul. In fact, I realized as I was writing, I've now lived in this home where this studio is for now 17 years. We built this home 17 years ago. I can't believe we've stayed in the same place this long. But it's because of clients like you that have brought me in to do events that inspire people, that make them laugh, that make them think through wonderful, wonderful companies and bureaus such as Speakers Inc. who do amazing work. I'm so grateful for the work that they do and that they would include me in this today with you. I hope that you've been inspired by it. And if you want to put in the chat, maybe a promise to yourself that you're going to make and keep from now on. Uh, that would be really a wonderful, fulfilling thing for me to know that this brought you some clarity today. Perhaps you've identified, clarified, and magnified something new in yourself, a signature move you didn't realize you had, that you're just like Billy Joel or the Bee Gees in your own way, or a velociraptor that you're willing now to share because you're a little more courageous after watching me look so silly on this computer screen today. But I so appreciate you taking the time to be with me. And I think before we open it up to some questions, I'm gonna check on this on the chat what you guys have said here. Um, can you come do that for us here soon? <laughs> yeah, the Raptor. Uh, thank you, Bruce Huff. Better than cleaning your gun when the day shows up. <laughs> That's funny. And then uh, got to get me some of that dinosaur. Thank you very much. And a promise to my families to keep them safe and loved. I love that. Good job, Duncan. And of course, Bruce says, inspiring me to share my gifts with others. That's what this is about, you guys. Sharing our gifts and our talents that uniquely only we can bring. That's when we make it a wonderful world. I'm going to go back into the other room, do a closing song, 
Then we're going to turn it back over to Dwayne, open it up for some questions if you have any. But what a pleasure to be here with you and to present with you the promise. You guys have been awesome. Uh, let's see. Let me click the button and we'll be over here. Here we go. <clears throat> Here we go. Louis Armstrong. I see friends shaking hands, saying, how do you do? They're really saying, oh yes, I love you. I hear babies cry. I watch them grow, do we do? They learn much more, yes, than I'll ever know. Yes, and I think to myself, boo 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 doo. What a wonderful world, oh yeah. Baba do we do that now, yes, I think to myself. What a wonderful world, oh yeah, ba do do da do da Thank you so much, you've been such a wonderful audience today, and I hope you'll always remember to keep the promise. Ladies and gentlemen, the only thing I can say right about now is the fact that that was the most entertaining, most insightful and most special 2025 minutes. And I'm going to do this, Jason, ever so quickly. You need to know when I finish these, I almost always do this and play a round of applause, right? Because that is the predictable way to go. So it's a round of applause, which you well and truly and sincerely have earned. But I have a smorgasbord of other sound effects that I use when slightly different occasions arise. And in your particular 25 minutes, I found an occasion to use all of them. So there was obviously the applause. There was also this one. There was also this one. There was also this one. Because you're a funny guy, you really are. And there was obviously a lot of this. <laughs> so I don't really know what to say. I don't know if I had to re-announce you and reintroduce you at the beginning of the hour. I think I might have to change a few things now that I've seen the full presentation or a part of the presentation. That was incredibly, incredibly entertaining number one insightful like i said and so honest and sincere so jason thank you very much for being with us the third of these talks the third of these opportunities for people to see you online thank you so much did you enjoy yourself i had a great time and i appreciate your energy that you brought and the chat was blowing up it was so cool to see everybody uh commenting i'd love to I'd love to know what people thought. I'm seeing it. it says absolutely love this. Thank you, Michelle. That's so kind I'm of you. I'm going to jump to the next and, one. Uh, Jason, I've got to ask you this one. <laughs> the next one I've got to do. The target question I've got to do. I'm going to interrupt the target question. I haven't seen the Facebook post, so forgive me. But please tell us the target story, please. Oh, okay. So I was I was racing through Target, which is a, a giant convenience store here in the US, and I was grabbing just the manly things you need before a trip, like beef jerky, sardines, beard oil, that kind of thing. And I raced to the nearest checkout stand, and there were two women in the line. One was a blonde, one was a brunette. I looked up, and the blonde was so beautiful, I went, whoa. And then I realized it was my wife. 
Now, my wife and I did not go to Target together. <laughs> I was racing out of town. She had come independent of me. So I stood behind waiting to see if she would even look and notice me. She did not. I almost considered jumping up on the thing and as a raptor and being like, hey, it's me. And I didn't do that. I just sat back and watched her and said to myself, what a stunning, wonderful, beautiful woman from the inside out. And I, uh, I wrote about that on Facebook by saying, I think I cheated on my wife today with my wife. Let me explain. And that was how the promise is born about the promise of falling in love with each other and to be, uh, to see the best in one another. Talking about promises, Jason, right at the beginning, I heard the word promise and I thought, I wonder what your promise is going to be. You kept all of your promises during your time with us. So thank you again. Any other questions right about now, please put those in the chat group because this is an ideal opportunity, a unique opportunity. I'm scrolling down here as well. By the way, the Satchmo was epic. I do love Satchmo and I think a lot of other people do as well. So nicely, nicely done. I'm going to play a song in the background that I'm going to dedicate to you. In fact, while we're waiting for those questions, it's a song by a guy called John Miles. You, of course, know the song called Music Was My First love i get the very distinct impression jason that music was your first love followed closely by your wife that's right right well <laughs> while we have any that's other right. questions again please just shout out speakers inc should we instead of a company vision have a promise to commit i do like that that's nice it's a very different thing from a, a really pie in the sky kind of vision okay this is our vision but a promise is so different how do you feel about that statement I think that's a great question in terms of a lot of companies have what's called a mission statement or a vision, and that's usually come up with uh, the executives or other people with uh, within the company, right? And people are supposed to memorize it and try to live by it. But I like to actually say that mission statements are dead because most of the people that work for a company don't know what the mission statement is. They don't even know what the vision might be. However, if we had a company promise that we just said, we're going to uh, say my pleasure to everybody. That's what Chick-fil-A has adopted. Or we're going to spread joy in every interaction, no matter the experience with the customer. And those types of things make a big difference to everybody. And so when it's a simple phrase, a simple proclamation, that's why I like to say that we should proclaim that which we do. Goals are particulars or promises or proclamations. So what do you proclaim as a company? That's your promise. I love it, Jason. So well answered. Another one, have you ever had an audience <clears throat> member surprise you with their promise in the chat group or live, whatever it was? Oh, certainly. I've had People in the chat, especially, it's very special to get the chat open while you're doing a virtual event. Because in the chat, there are people that have actually made a, a private promise to me that they're either going to uh, change something within their family. In fact, I had a man reach out and say, I, I need to go to rehab because I'm an alcoholic. And I'm scared to even mention this to my boss. What do you think? And I just said, just go tell him what you just told me and see how they respond. And Dwayne, it was shocking to me to receive a, a response, you know, months later to see that this person had gone through rehab. His company had embraced him and his efforts.
to make a new promise to himself and now he's clean and sober and working towards that as his commitment and promise every day those types of things are why we do this man to mm -hmm. see people's lives mm -hmm. changed it's so beautiful and and every single day there's something like that from the stage or on virtual it's very cool you're so right, Jason. That is one of the things that gets us up in the morning, the goosebump moments. And you just never know with goosebump moments when they're going to happen. And I've just got one right now. As you told the rehab story, I had a goosebump <laughs> moment. So thank you for that. It is such an energizing thing, the goosebump moment. Have you, here we go. What do you recommend doing if we break a promise? Wow, wow, this is a deep question. What do you recommend doing if we break a promise to ourselves? Wow. We're going to break promises to us. And the main problem with breaking a promise is either you forget you made it or you've set too many promises, right? Mm -hmm. So making the right promise is important, but also to have that self-reflection time at the end of each day and to ask yourself, did I try to commit to too much? Is there some way that I could work towards that as a goal, but I'm gonna make sure my promises are always kept? A lot of the promise is about forgiveness and to say, I forgive myself of what I can't keep. And yet I'm going to make new promises that I know I will not fail upon. I'm going to finish with this one, Jason, because you've been very kind with your time. Thank you again. And I'm going to remind everybody online, once we are done here in just a couple of hours, all of this information, all of the podcast material, this particular talk will be online for you to go and have a look at and also find out more about Jason, because I know having seen him for 25 minutes online now, that is not the sum of the parts. There's so much more to Jason, I'm going to guarantee. This final question, why does the promise as a speech work so well for a corporate keynote presentation might be quite hard for you to answer humble as you are but how would you answer that i appreciate that question and i i debated for years whether i should put this presentation together because it's quite vulnerable in fact in the live presentation in front of big audiences i'm sharing vulnerable stuff and the reason it works so well is because i'm somebody who studied promises for a long time and i can showcase that through the performance of entertainment and because entertainment opens the heart then we can get into the uh, into the mind of the person and truly into the depths of their heart when they realize that yes we all have promises we make whether it's on our own stage as performers or in our families and to ourselves it works so effectively because people uh, oftentimes we're talking about goals which might be a simple thing or just doing more in sales and other aspects of life whereas if we really dig down into our integrity our ethics our true commitment and character that's where the promise shines through and people come away saying i was entertained like it was a show but i it was like stealth philosophy coming at me. Mm. I know what I need to do to become a better person. And then they'll have a greater job, greater efforts at work, be better in all that they do. It's a neat thing. So I appreciate any company that has me. It's such a pleasure. Oh, and they will. If they haven't already, they will, and they'll appreciate you too. Jason, thank you very much for being, most importantly, I beg your pardon, on behalf of Speakers Inc., thank you so much to every single one of you who joined us today. It's been a pleasure. We continue next Wednesday. We continue this wonderful showcase. Like I said, pop on to speakersinc.com, find out more about Jason and so much more. Have a beautiful day. And like I said, I have to finish off with this particular song. It's Music Was My First Love. It'll be my last. Jason, goodbye, Bronwyn, Duncan, and from myself, Dwayne, thank you so much, everybody. We'll see you next time. Have a lovely day.